0: Hello, 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 friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. I am back after a two-week break from recording episodes and also a break from Instagram if you hang out with me there. I have been offline for maybe about a week and a half now. And you know, previous to my break, I was in Tulum for a few days and I kind of want to share how that trip panned out because it was extremely synchronistic and happened out of nowhere. And since then, so many shifts have been occurring in my life. But the thing is, I've noticed that it's not my life. And I've been noticing a lot of collective energetic patterns that a lot of us are moving through at the same time. And the energy has been insane in the past In the past three or four weeks or so, and even in the past two months, it's been ramping up and maybe you've noticed, but a lot of people have been experiencing accelerated manifestations, accelerated healing, which also means accelerated, you know, shit coming to the surface. So it's also been emotional for a lot of people if you're, if you've been open to it and surrendered to the process and accelerated experiences of synchronicities, which has been really interesting. And I want to speak on this because... I've received a lot of questions from people around the synchronicities they're experiencing and and what they mean. So I'm going to get into that topic. I'm going to get into the topic of surrender and stuck energy and feeling stagnant and confused because I know a lot of people are there right now as well with the energy going on in the world. But first, I want to catch catch you guys up to speed on what my life has looked like over the past few weeks because things have been insane. And accelerating at an insane speed, and when I say accelerating at an an insane speed, I mostly mean internally, energetically. A lot, a lot, a lot is shifting internally, which I know means a lot, a lot, a lot will be shifting externally very soon. So a few weeks ago, I received a message from a mentor of mine, her name is Chelsea, telling me that she kept having this download, this ping that... I was supposed to be in Mexico with her and she was hosting an event in uh, three days from the time she messaged me in Tulum and I am living in Costa Rica and she's like, I just feel like you're supposed to be here and at the time, logically, it made zero sense to go to Tulum because I actually had friends flying all the way here from the States to visit me the exact weekend I would have to be gone. I had business meetings already planned. I had just planned out a 12-day luxury vacation for myself a few weeks away that I had already paid for and planned, and I was taking all of that time off of work, not to mention it was a 10-hour travel day just to get to that location because of how remote the area is that I'm living in in Costa Rica right now. And on top of all of of that, it was in a few days. So I had a lot to figure out. Didn't make any logical, rational sense. But something inside of me said yes. The moment I saw that message, like my whole body lit up and I felt chills. And of course, my mind immediately goes to, Kristen, we can't do this because of all the logical reasons I just listed. My mind starts giving me even more reasons why it's a stupid idea, why it's irrational, why I'm too spontaneous, why it's safer for me to just stay here, why I shouldn't disappoint my friends. But my heart said yes, and I've gotten really, really good at no longer listening to the anxieties of my mind and solely choosing to act on the expansion in my body, solely choosing to act on my intuition, to listen when my heart says yes, even if my mind is saying no. And this is kind of, this is how I live my entire life. And most people don't understand the way I live because most people don't live the way I live. But this is what life can sometimes look and feel like when you are committed to following your intuition, even when it's uncomfortable, and especially when it's uncomfortable. Because your intuition isn't here to make you feel comfortable. Your intuition is here to help you rise into your highest path, to help you come home to yourself over and over and over and over. And that's not going to happen by staying in your comfort zone or doing things that make you feel safe. Sometimes a safety, real safety, internal safety, safety that's really rooted in ourselves, rooted in the divine rather than rooted in the external. That doesn't come by staying where you feel safe. It comes by leaping into the unknown, not knowing if you're going to be supported on the other side and trusting That everything is going to work out for you. Because on the other side of every single leap of faith I take. I build an insane amount of trust in myself. Trust in the divine. Trust in God. And a sense of safety knowing that I am always supported. Every leap of faith that I take out of devotion to my intuition. Has been deeply supported. Even if it took a few months to see. So, of course, I said yes right away, and this is something else that I do. I fully own my yeses before I know how how things are going to work out. I didn't know if there were flights. I didn't know if I was, you know, where I was going to stay. I didn't know if I could find someone to drive me to the airport in time because it's far away from where I live. I didn't know how transportation was going to work. I didn't even know anything about the event. But I said yes. I committed myself to it and everything fell together in 24 hours. I booked a beautiful luxury Airbnb. The transportation fell together. You know, and of course there's this voice in my head that says, Kristen, what are you doing? You have a luxury car in Miami that you own that you are paying for. You have a car in Costa Rica that you own that you pay for. You have a rent in Costa Rica that you pay for monthly. You are also on a lease in Miami in a luxury apartment what are you doing paying for a third accommodation (laughs) in a third country renting a luxury airbnb for an event that is 24 hours traveling 20 hours there and back for this spending thousands of dollars taking another week off of work when you're already taking off 12 days later right nothing added up but i did it and i like no joke First day in Mexico, I had two clients appear out of nowhere, brand new clients who had just found me, who hadn't even been following me for a long time, just found me and bought high ticket packages. And that was 10K in one day. And it's like things like this where the universe, God, Source, Spirit is in full support of me when I make decisions from my heart, from my intuition. Rather than from a place of scarcity. From a place of should I be spending this money? The universe is my sugar daddy. (laughs) One of my favorite ways to look at the world. And the thing is back when I was making investments years ago. When I didn't have a lot of money. And my belief was not as high. I didn't always have 10k days. And the money didn't always come back right away. But it did always come back. Even when I invested in things that were supposed to make money and they didn't. That money still ended up coming back in a different way. Because I make decisions from a place of centered internal alignment, and I know that those decisions always accelerate me into further alignment, which means that I'm always supported by money. And the slum trip itself, I'm not going to speak a lot on it because it was a really sacred experience for me, and I received so much clarity and so many breakthroughs that, that I didn't even know I needed, right? The questions that I got answered there were questions I didn't even know that I had until I had the answers in front of me. And a big takeaway for me when I was there was realizing that every single person is God communicating with you, no matter how fleeting the experience is. And to really pay attention to the things people say to you, to the way that you feel around them, to the things that they communicate to you. And if you're open to receiving and you're open to support, it's always there for you to be received. You have to stay open to it. And coming back from Tulum, I had like this new direction in life, new direction in business, new ideas about what I want for myself, new energy. I cleared out so much being there, and it was the exact experience that I needed, like the experience that I didn't even know that I needed. And I was so grateful that I trusted myself. And I was just thinking about the chain of events that have led me to where I am now because my few days in Tulum – probably accelerated me forward at least six months right like the growth I had there would have taken me three to six months to experience if I had stayed where I am right now I would have still experienced it right like I would still be on the right path but me taking that leap of faith in the right direction accelerated me by so many months and This is what I mean when I say that you can't make a quote-unquote wrong choice. You're always going to be on the right path because no matter what you do, life is recalibrating to you to align you to your highest path. But there are things you can do to collapse time to make quantum leaps, which is what I did in Mexico. I made a quantum leap by saying yes to something that felt intuitively aligned, but logically very scary. It was a risk for my mind, for my ego, but it was a yes for my heart, for my soul, and my intuition, so it accelerated me. This is sometimes what happens when we feel like we're stagnant. It's not that we're actually stagnant sometimes. We're just moving really slowly. And sometimes it's because we're in a liminal space where time hasn't caught up with our growth yet and our manifestations haven't come. But sometimes it's because we're not following the tugs of our soul, of our intuition out of fear because it feels too scary. But everyone wants to quantum leap. Everyone wants to know how to collapse time and quantum leap and shift their reality dramatically. But not many people are willing to actually do what it takes to make that happen. Everyone wants the easy five steps or the meditation that they can do with a visualization. But taking a leap of faith, a blind leap of faith, trusting in something you can't see, that takes courage, takes faith, takes trust. And it will change your life if you are willing to commit to it. I made a choice about three and a half years ago now, and I've shared this story in the podcast a few times, so I'm not going to share the whole story, but I kind of was at a rock bottom in my life, and I made this promise to unconditionally follow my intuition. Unconditionally, as long as there was a chance I could make my dreams happen. I like said this prayer to the universe, and I've kept that promise for years now, no matter how terrifying it has been, because it has been terrifying at times. But the chain of events that led me to where I am now, like if you go back to about six, seven, eight months ago when I was like in the void and the mush and in kind of like a rock bottom for myself where I everything I kind of burnt my whole life to the ground and decided to restart everything. It was really difficult. And at that time, I had this intuitive nudge to hire Chelsea, the mentor I had. And it made no logical sense at the time because I had fully stopped my business for four or five months. So I was watching my bank account go down you know, 10 to 15,000 K a month because I purposefully stopped my business and was also had just moved to Miami and had moved into a luxury apartment. And I was living this beautiful life that I had to still pay for and keep my business up and running. Right. Even when I stopped working, I still have a lot of payments in my business to keep it running for everyone. So at a time where I was watching my bank account, bank account go down by five figures every single month. It made no logical sense to be paying someone multiple five figures for mentorship. But I did because I trust myself. I once again made a logical choice that felt right to my intuition, to my heart, to my soul. And that choice changed my entire life. Because four months later I had restarted my entire business in a direction that felt so much more aligned. I had made over 100K in sales in just a few months, working a few hours a week, only doing what I absolutely love, only working with clients I absolutely love, who I could be friends with in real life. Like, I'm stoked about everyone that I work with. I don't overwork myself anymore. I don't burn out anymore. And I have more money in my bank account now than I've had in years. I made back everything that I had lost and so much more, (laughs) so much more than I even imagined was possible for me to make in such a short period of time. And it all happened in a very aligned way with so much ease. And not only that, but the place I'm at in my life, I'm the strongest I've ever been physically and mentally and spiritually and emotionally. And I'm the most open and receptive I've ever been. My heart is the most open I have the deepest relationships I've ever had in my entire life. And if I hadn't said that terrifying yes, what was that, eight or nine months ago? I would never have even been invited to Tulum. My business would have eventually shifted in the way I desired, but it would have probably taken me years instead of three months. I would not be sitting where I am now. And I could go all the way back to the very beginning when I said yes to my first coaching experience, which was $600, which I believe was just a little bit more than my rent at the time, a few years ago when I was broke, or the first high-ticket mentor I hired who charged me 11,000 when I had 10,000 in my bank account. The chain of events that led me to where I am now required me to say yes every time I said yes. Every leap of faith I've taken has led me to where I am now, and you know, people want to know how I built a life like the one I have. You know, so many people reach out to me on Instagram or buy my course and they want to manifest a life like me, where they're living somewhere they love, and they're living on the beach, or living in wherever paradise is for them, and they have the community and, and the business of their dreams, and they're working online a few hours a day and all of these things and it sounds really wonderful. And don't get me wrong, it is really wonderful. I'm really fucking happy with my life. But most people don't want to do what it actually takes because it is terrifying to collapse time, what it takes to actually collapse time and make these shifts happen really quickly takes a lot of courage. It is not for the faint of heart. None of this work is that I speak about on my podcast. I only share things with you that I am fully embodied in everything I'm sharing with you. I'm fully fucking embodied in. I don't share anything that I have not experienced and embodied deep to my core, right? Because it takes that leaps of faith and it also takes integrating the deep aspects of your shadow, sitting with the parts of yourself that you're ashamed of, that you don't like, that you want to change, that you don't want to think about, sitting with the pain that feels unbearable to even look at. You know, I regularly have cathartic experiences where I am shaking and crying on my floor, releasing, I don't even know what. And it's scary to go to those places. And I oftentimes have a lot of resistance before going there. My willingness to being open, like I am completely wide open to all of the pain life wants to throw at me. Like, give me the pain. I'm here for it. Because I know the pain has purpose and it's a portal to the liberation that we all desire. My ability to sit in the discomfort of the pain that we want to avoid is our ability to attract the liberation and the freedom and the abundance that we're all deeply desiring. And sometimes that means facing the discomfort of taking leaps of faith or facing the discomfort of taking a risk and it not playing out the way you wanted. Right? Like sometimes we look at a risk and we say, okay, I'm going to take this risk, but I need For the money to come back to me in this way. Or I need for everything to work out in this way. Or I need this person to help me get four clients to make it worth it in the first two weeks. Or I'm going to take this leap of faith and I'm going to move to this country. But I need for X, Y, and Z to play out for me to be happy. To me to feel like this was the right choice for me. And this is the problem. We create suffering for ourselves and we limit ourselves by saying... I will take this risk if I can control the outcome is what we're saying. I'll take this leap of faith as long as this is what's given to me by the universe. But that's not an unconditionally loving relationship. And if this, then that relationship, that's actually called manipulation and control. That would actually be a toxic dynamic if that was a dynamic within a relationship, a human relationship. And yet we expect that out of life. We say, I'll only do this if you give me exactly that. And it will only be worth it to me if this is exactly how it happens. And then we take a leap of faith and it doesn't play out exactly the way we want. We beat ourselves up. And we say, what's going on? This isn't what I asked for. But the thing is, if you act in devotion to your inspiration and highest excitement, you can't actually go wrong. You're always going to receive exactly what you need, but what you need isn't always what you think you want. And this is always what happens with my clients. They come in wanting one thing, and they oftentimes get that thing, but before they get that thing, they end up getting everything that they need that they didn't even know they needed and wanted. And it's in that place of fulfillment of, wow, I got everything I needed and I didn't even know it. That they're suddenly, suddenly detached from what they actually thought they wanted in the first place because they realized that there was something else they really needed and as soon as they receive that the natural detachment from what they want allows what they want to actually show up this is what happens when we stop trying to control reality and allow life to live through us we become magnetic for our desires but this is when people start to get confused When they see all the signs and synchronicities and then things flop or they experience a failure or that relationship doesn't work out or they get ghosted or they receive an outcome which wasn't what they wanted and then they say, well, why did I receive all of those synchronicities and signs if he wasn't the one for me or if that wasn't the business for me or if, you know, that idea was going to flop or fail Like, why was I being led in the wrong direction? I don't understand. And here's the thing about synchronicities. (laughs) Synchronicities, yes, of course, mean that you're aligned. The more you see, the more aligned you are becoming. Synchronicities are showing you that you're on the right path. But the right path doesn't always mean what you think it means. The right path does not mean a painless path. In fact, a painless path would almost guarantee that you are not on the right path. Because you're not ever leaving your comfort zone and you're not growing. Our pain is a portal. Synchronicities are not here to keep you from pain. Sometimes they actually direct you toward it. Because pain isn't bad. But us humans, we like to label pain as a negative thing. As a bad thing to be avoided. But if we release the story around pain. And just see it as another sensation that moves through the body. A neutral sensation that moves through the body. And we no longer try to avoid it then we can start looking at our path as still being the right one, even when we attract an experience or live through an experience that creates a lot of pain for us. Which is what happens when say, oh, wait, I'm seeing one, 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 one all the time, I feel so aligned, and then I'm dating this person and they ghost me. Well, the pain that you feel when they ghost you is important pain for you. It's an opportunity for you To validate yourself and to show yourself that someone leaving you actually doesn't mean that you're unlovable. You get to show yourself that, you know, at this time, I'm not going to try to perform for love. I'm not going to try to chase for love. I'm not going to try to get that person back, even though a part of me really wants to. I'm going to recognize that the part of me that really wants to get them back is the part of me that's trying to prove her worth and her lovability. By trying to convince this person that I'm worthy of love from them. But you know what? This time, I'm going to validate. I'm going to validate my inner child's pain. And I'm going to refuse to try to take action to make it go away. Right? It's almost like an addict reaching to the drug to soothe them, to make them feel better. Or we all have our thing, right? Maybe you reach for alcohol to soothe you. Or scrolling on Instagram to soothe you. Or in this case, it would be reaching out to try to chase that person or convince them that we're worthy of their attention to sue their inner child. But no, this time, I'm going to choose to affirm to her that we don't need to perform to love. We don't need to perform for love, to receive love. I'm going to give her all of the love that she's desiring to receive through him. And I'm going to let her know that it's okay to experience this pain and it's safe to let the pain move through her. And it's safe to cry and scream or feel grief or feel anger or rage. We're going to experience all of that together and I'm here to hold you through it. And I'm here to love you through it and to show you that you are lovable no matter how the external world treats you. I am always here to love you. That experience is a pattern breaker. That experience shifts and changes your entire reality and what you're available for receiving and attracting. That experience was still you being on the right path because now you've released that vibration that kept you open for people like that. So now you get to attract something new or let's say you're receiving all these signs and you decide to, you know, launch a course or something in your business, but no one buys, you just get crickets and you're like, what the hell, what the hell universe? Like what the hell? God, life, like, why do you send me all these signs, highest self, if this was going to flop? Why did not you just direct me in the direction of the offer that would have sold out? But, like I said, the synchronicities, they mean you're on the right path. They mean you're in the vortex. But your idea of right path and God's idea might be different. And following your intuition doesn't mean you're protected from the things you don't want to feel or the experiences you don't want to have. Following your intuition means you're directed toward the experiences that you need to have to get you where you want to go. And that place that you're meant to be might be something better than you can even imagine. And the path there is not going to look like the path that you think it has to look like. So you have to be willing to open yourself up to all of the things if you want to experience the things that you want, and that includes pain. So let's say, yeah, you launch the course and there's crickets, or you launch a thing in your business and there's crickets. And maybe you have some cathartic releases, and this time you allow that pain to move through you. And you don't hurry and rush to the next thing right away, right? Because what happens? You hear crickets and suddenly you feel unworthy. You feel unlovable. You feel like a failure. And so our automatic conditioning says, let's fix this. Let's figure out right away what what went wrong. Let's work double the hours and make this work. We got to make that money. But maybe this time you slow slow down and you say, wait, this experience is here on purpose. I'm not meant to rush through it. I'm meant to be with it. It's safe for me to be here in the present moment. I'm willing to sit here in this discomfort, in this pain. I'm not going to rush through this present moment and try to change it. I'm going to sit here in the midst of not receiving what I thought I wanted, in the pain of not feeling good enough because I didn't achieve my goal or I didn't receive what I thought I needed or was capable of, I'm going to sit here and witness and validate the hurt my inner child is feeling. And I'm going to notice, in all all of the subtle ways, that my internal sense of self-worth and lovability is externally attached to outcomes, to manifestations, to things, to people, to experiences. And sometimes the only way to move these beliefs, these deep stories, these deep wounds through them is to experience them. And it is not a bad thing. It is a neutral thing. It is actually a good sign. Your intuition, following your highest excitement and inspiration will always lead you where you're meant to be. And it's always going to get you on your highest path. And it's always going to give you the outcome you're really looking for in the long run. But if you're looking for a quick fix for an overnight manifestation, this is not the path for you. If you want that, great. You can probably find some teacher out there to show you how to force manifest all of those things. But that's not what I want for you. I don't want you to just learn how to manifest the things. Anyone can do that. This is why it's really important to be careful about who you learn from and and trust on Instagram. There's lots of people with all of the things manifested. They've got all the flashy things and it looks like their life is amazing. But what I want to know is not what things have you manifested, but what have you moved through? How widely have you opened your heart? How deeply have you loved? How willingly and openly have you surrendered? How deep is your faith? What is your willingness to follow your intuition and devotion to your highest self and the divine and your your own inspiration over everything? Are you in integrity with your soul? Because you can force manifest all the things, but if you're not following, your soul's path, if you're not in alignment with what your soul desires for you, you're always going to feel off. It's always going to feel empty. It's always going to feel like there's something else you need to get to feel good. You're going to be in an empty spiral of never having enough and never feeling good enough, no matter what you manifest and attract into your life. What I want for you is I want you to learn to come back home to yourself. I want, to, I want you to learn And to deeply embody and realize that you always had everything you needed all along. I want you to really deeply feel and integrate the understanding that nothing outside of you can ever bring you what you're looking for. No car, no home, no vacation, no location, no person can fill the void that you're trying to fill with your manifestations. I want you to realize that you are lovable and worthy right now. That there is nothing that you need to fix about yourself. You're not broken. You don't need to force healing. You're so lovable and unique and worthy right now, exactly as you are, right where you now, in the midst of all of your mess and all of your chaos. Your chaos is beautiful, and your ability to accept your chaos and to be with it is a superpower. Your ability to love yourself in your mess is a superpower. But so many people are manifesting from this place of resisting who they are and how they feel and where they are in life. And really rejecting parts of themselves and feeling unworthy and trying to change parts of themselves and parts of their lives that they don't feel worthy of or worthy because of. And then when they manifest the things, they wonder why they feel so empty or they wonder why the things disappear or crash and burn. So I'm not here to teach you how to manifest the things. Like I don't want anyone to hire me if their only intent is to manifest money or to manifest a specific thing because my work is deep, deep medicine. And most people, to be honest, do end up attracting what they desire. But that's not my main goal for you. My main goal for you is to feel the fulfillment that can only be felt by coming back home to yourself. By learning to trust and accept and love yourself on a level that you have never experienced. That is what will change your life. That is what will create the magnetism that you desire. And it is a whole lot easier to follow a three-step process to manifest $10,000 or to do a meditation every night to attract money than it is to open your heart and to come back home to yourself and to build that layer of trust and acceptance again. That's why most people don't do it. But that's the work that I'm actually doing behind the scenes in my life all the time. That's the work that my clients are doing and my mastermind students are doing all the time. Those are the people I work with, the ones who are all the way in on themselves. I was actually on a client call the other day with one of my beautiful one-on-one clients. And if she's listening to this, hi, hello, I love you. You'll know who you are when you hear this. But one thing she said to me on the call is she said, you know, what I've realized over the past couple of months working with you is that I don't need to try to manifest all of the things I thought I wanted. The key to attracting everything I want is to simply accept myself exactly where I am and accept and accept my life exactly where it is. <laughs> and I just, uh, you know, got chills in my entire body and I got it again just now because that is the embodiment that I want to give to every single human being. Everything you want comes when you realize that you are already enough all along and when you don't just know that logically but when you embody it in your entire body, in your nervous system. And this has been my practice of, you know, a deep embodiment journey over the past six months especially is how can I be more and do less? Because we're attracting everything from our embodiment. And there's going to be phases of life for more doing. And phases of life, life for less doing. But the result that the doing attracts is going to be dependent on the embodiment that you're in. And I've noticed that the more embodied I am and the more present I am in my life, the more I attract random magical experiences, people, and miracles. Right, like clients appearing in my world out of nowhere and paying in full for my highest ticket package after finding me on Google 24 hours before. Miraculous experiences like that don't come because I just worked for 10 hours or I was really consistent on Instagram or I posted all day long or I made a podcast. Magical experiences like that come when I'm in the midst of two weeks off of work, offline, feeding my soul, when I'm spending time Swimming in the ocean at sunset, just being present watching the sun glitter on the water. Pretending to be a mermaid. Or when I'm barefoot in nature, in the jungle, just listening to the birds and the insects. Or when I'm having absolute belly laughs with my friends to the point where I have tears streaming down my entire face. Or when I'm laying on the floor of my bedroom, shaking and sobbing like fully cathartically releasing and letting the pain of whatever I'm experiencing in life completely crack me open and move through me. Like these are the moments when I'm the most alive and connected to God. The ones where I'm totally present, when I'm in my body, when I'm in nature, when I'm noticing the divinity of the world around me, the divine nature of everything. When joy is running through my body, when grief is running through my body, when rage is taking over. And I'm fully present with what is without judging it or pushing it away. These are the moments when my energy is so high. I am so magnetic. Because I am so present, I am letting life fully live through me. I am simply the vessel and life moves through me. And the more I work on shattering my walls and opening my heart, the more I have experiences like this. And the easier it is to embody this heart-centered openness as often as possible. And I have quickly found that by honoring how I'm feeling, I can move with the tides and flows and ebbs and seasons of life and of my body and my soul, which means no longer self-abandoning, which means on the day when my energy is off and I'm supposed to record a podcast, I choose not to And I walk barefoot to the beach and I swim instead, or I pray or I ground myself. Which is why I didn't put out episodes the last two weeks. It didn't feel in integrity with my energy, right? A lot was moving through me and my body just wanted to be present in my life with what was. And because of that, my energy is extremely aligned now. And I know this podcast is going to reach all of the right ears. And whatever content I do put out now, when my energy is on point, it's going to reach all the right people. Because the thing is, even though I'm less present and less consistent in my business, I'm not posting every single day. I'm not sharing a podcast every single week. I know that you all can feel me even more deeply. Because it's not about how often we're reaching people or the number of people who we're reaching. It's about the energy that we're moving. I am sending energy with every word I speak, with every word I post, with everything I put out there, I am sending energy. And it's less important to me how often am I doing this and more important for me to be in integrity and the energy that I'm sending to you through my words and the energy that I am preparing, I guess I could say, when I am swimming in the ocean, totally present, watching the sun, glittering in the water, or the energy I'm cultivating when I'm barefoot in nature, or when I'm just totally in flow state, lost in creative writing. That's the energy I'm sending to you now. That's the energy that's attracting everything when I do take action, or even when I don't. Because you can never escape who you're being, and so many people will become obsessive with working, Because they don't feel good about who they're being. And they think that if they just hustle a little bit harder, they have to hit their goals. But if who you are being is not in complete integrity, then what you attract through what you are doing is not going to bring you the fulfillment that you desire or the internal abundance that you desire or the love that you desire. So in short, what matters more is not what you're doing or what exact strategy you're using to get whatever you want in life, because there's a million roads that can get you to where you want to be. What matters more than that is who you are being outside of the doing. Who are you being when you're not doing anything? That's what matters the most, because that's the energy that you're bringing to everything that you do. And that's the energy that will be reflected back to you in everything that you attract. So is your energy and integrity with where you want to be? That's the important question. And something else I wanted to speak on a little bit is confusion, because I know that a lot of people right now are feeling stuck, or confused, or stagnant, or stressed. And I've been there. Let me tell you. (laughs) And the first thing I want to say, first and foremost, is you're doing an amazing job. You really are. Like you are dealing with really challenging dynamics in your life that no one ever prepared you for and that you never asked for. And I'm really proud of you and the way that you keep showing up in life. Even if it feels hard and messy and chaotic, you are doing such a good job and you should be really proud of yourself and how far you've come and you deserve some grace, and you deserve to let go of some self-judgment or shame for being where you are or for not being where you thought you should be or for feeling stuck. Whatever it is you're judging and shaming yourself for right now, just breathe that off of your shoulders for a moment. Exactly where you are, even if nothing changes in the midst of your mess and your chaos and all the problems that you're perceiving, you are still on the right path. It's all divinely orchestrated and you are still so lovable and so worthy right where you are. And the first step to getting out of anywhere, any problem, any situation, any feeling of stuckness or confusion is accepting that this is where I am and this is how I'm feeling. And just for a moment, I don't need to try to change any of that because I can just love myself right here for a second. I don't need to like where I am, but I can love myself where I am. Because we often fall into a trap of not liking where we are or how we're acting or who we're being. And so we try to change it in the name of receiving love from ourselves. But the key is, you don't need to change to be more lovable. You're unconditionally loved. Can you show yourself that unconditional love first and foremost? Because if we're taking action to change where we are from a place of, I'm broken or I'm not good enough or I need to be fixed, That energy is not an integrity with your highest self. That energy is simply going to dramatize your feelings of not feeling good enough in whatever you manifest. You are lovable where you are. You are worthy exactly where you are. Nothing you could do, no action you could take, nothing that you could manifest or shift about yourself would make you more lovable or more worthy because you cannot become more of what you already are. Now, with that said, here's the other thing I want you to understand about the idea of confusion. Being confused or experiencing confusion is simply being in a space of uncertainty combined with holding on to the story or belief that you should be certain or you should know or you should have the answer or you should have the plan. But when you let go of the shoulds, when you let go of that story, belief, internal judgment of I should know, confusion can melt into peace. Because your confusion is simply a resistance to uncertainty. And when you allow yourself to actually sit in the uncertainty without desperately attempting to change it or make it become certain, when you let go of that need to know right now and accept that you are good enough in this exact moment even if nothing changes, you realize you were never actually confused in the first place. You were simply in resistance to not being in control of your life, but here's the other thing is, you were never in control in the first place. You may have attempted to maintain an illusion of control by trying to force and manipulate reality to fit your mold of what you think it should look like, but I bet that never brought you internal peace anyway, because you were never actually in control. And what often happens is we're in a place of uncertainty and we want to be in control, And so we feel anxious because we don't know what's going to happen. And we've created this story that we can't feel safe unless we know what the plan is. We know what's happening next. So then we try to make a decision or make a plan or figure out what's next to ease our anxiety. But when we do this, when we make a decision or a plan simply to ease our anxiety, we're just repressing whatever emotion is underneath the anxiety. We're soothing ourselves, right? but this will actually lead to a chain of events which creates more confusion and overwhelm and anxiety by trying to force clarity out of a space of feeling confused. What if instead of trying to control and manipulate reality in order to ease the anxiety of not knowing what's next, the anxiety of not being in control, what if you just practice sitting in a space of discomfort and uncertainty and actually allowing whatever was underneath the anxiety to bubble to the surface? When was the last time you just sat with yourself instead of trying to take action or trying to find clarity? When was the last time you gave yourself permission to not have the clarity, to not have the answers, and to not even try to search for it? What was the last time you breathed into uncertainty and asked for God's support or the universe's support? When was the last time you attempted to create A sense of safety in your nervous system, grounding in your body and breathing and praying and dancing in the uncertainty, rather than taking frantic action to find the answer or make the plan yourself or control reality. And so when we constantly are trying to take forced action or frantic action to make ourselves feel better. We're simply repressing what actually wants to be experienced deeper and deeper and deeper. We're just putting off the feelings that we don't want to feel by continuing to reach for that soothing mechanism. And I'm not saying to never plan anything ever or to not make goals or to not chase, you know, and manifest what you want. Of course, do those things. Maybe not chase. That was the wrong word. But to work for what you want. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do that. But what is your energy and in integrity? Are we taking action from a place of trying to make our anxiety go away about not knowing what's next? Or are we actually welcoming in uncertainty and discomfort when it does appear? What would happen if you stopped labeling yourself as stuck or confused every time you didn't know or didn't have clarity around what was next and simply simply accepted That there isn't an answer right now. And accepted that a part of you wants an answer. But allowed yourself to sit in the discomfort of that polarity between not having an answer, but wanting one. And realizing that you don't need to go find one right now. And, you know, the answer always comes when you actually release the need to have it right now. When you release the need to maintain That illusion of control. That brings the ability to sit within the eye of the storm, like that peace within the chaos. This creates that unshakable sense of safety and security, which helps you to let go of the attachment to outside manifestations. You don't have the desperation to attract those things when you already know you have everything you need within you. And you can only get to that internal embodiment of knowing you have everything you need. By allowing yourself to let go of the reins and release the control and the need to manipulate and force reality to become what you think it has to be. The need to know the answer now to control and manipulate reality usually comes from our resistance to feeling discomfort that comes with not knowing the next step. And I probably said this a million times on this podcast. Are you willing to sit with that discomfort? Because being here right now, being present with all that you're feeling without trying to immediately change it. That's difficult. It takes courage, but it brings liberation. The kind that most people believe that they're they're manifesting through external action. The answer to everything you want is in the present moment. But are you brave enough to be in the present moment fully without trying to change it? Just be with it and accept it exactly as it is. To breathe into it. And maybe you can't even bring yourself to accept it. But can you accept that you don't accept how it is? Can you surrender to how you are feeling to yourself? Can you surrender to the fact that a part of you is longing to change your reality and it hasn't changed yet? Can you surrender to the fact that you're frustrated, that you're angry with life, or that you're sad, instead of trying to force yourself or manipulate, manipulate, manipulate yourself into being okay with it, or into feeling more peace or more love or more happiness? Exactly how you're feeling and exactly what you're wanting is perfect and acceptable and worthy and lovable. But life is not going to reflect that to you until you give that grace to yourself. That was a lot that came through. I hope that that some of what I said served you or resonated with you. And you know what? One more thing that wants to come through really quick that I think someone needs to hear this because it just popped up in my head and isn't leaving, is that if doors feel like they're closing for you right now, it's not because they have to be closed forever or you aren't worthy of them. It's because there's another door or doors that are opening that you're not paying attention to because all of your focus is on this door. So sometimes the universe or God will close that door so that you're forced to walk through the other doors because those doors are an important part of your path. And once you actually do walk through those other doors, the other door that closed, it might open again. Or you might not care. But if you do still desire it, it most likely will open again. But if you're not paying attention to this path that you are meant to walk down, God's going to have no choice but to close the other doors to redirect your attention to where you are meant to be right now. And that could mean a million things, depending on where you are in your life and what popped up in your head right now. But I keep like, I keep having this vision of like five doors and right, like you're banging on one of the doors, like why did this one close and lock, right? I really wanted to go through it. But then you see there's four other doors that are open and there's beautiful magic behind them. And as soon as you're exhausted from banging on the first door, you get to redirect your energy to the other four doors that are even more beautiful that you get to walk down once you go through those doors, I see the first door becoming unlocked and opening. And so then you get to have a choice of which door you choose to go down. And so kind of the message here is, if you're not choosing the path of your intuition, but you are saying and intending that you want to manifest your highest path, your next level in your life, sometimes God has no choice but to redirect you there with a closed door. And so the grief over a closed door just means that you've got more doors opening. You just might not be able to see them yet. And with that said, I love you so much. If you want to work with me, I've got two one-on-one VIP containers open in June. These go quick because I only have a few of them because I only like to work with intimate clients a few people at a time because I give them everything. I also have one 30-day Voxer coaching container available. My Quantum Queen Mastermind is going to be enrolling in a few weeks. If you feel called to working with me in an intimate sisterhood, which becomes really magical. If you're meant to work with me, your soul is gonna know. Trust your calling. The links are in the show notes to apply for either option. You can DM me on Instagram if you have questions or want to speak to me personally about it. And the links are also in my bio in my Instagram. As always, if this resonates with you, I love it when you share it on your Instagram and tag me or send it to friends and family who resonate. It means the absolute world to me when you leave me honest reviews on iTunes. And as always, if you screenshot the reviews and email them to me and my team at support at I'll send you a meditation from myself personally to your inbox. And I hope you have a beautiful, abundant, loving day. And I'll see you probably next week if it's aligned.